Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of DNFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, probably fumbles, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win if they don't fumble and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Fumbles not included. Uh, If you're going to look at a game coming up, I don't know, and my team is there, I would take the over on fumbles. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Right now. Go do it. Are you? Did you do it? Come on. And use code DNVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Short week, Will. We got a short week for Broncos football. Welcome to the That's Good Broncos prediction episode. Uh, programming note, we're not doing the Madden simulation today. Sorry, but just because the NFL shortens its week doesn't mean Will and I can fucking rearrange our entire schedules to meet their stupid demands of Thursday night football. And every time you hear me complain about a short week, Thursday night football, player safety, no, I'm lying and I'm really just angry that uh, the NFL is messing with my workflow. It's like as soon as I get in rhythm, then I get this Thursday night game for the Broncos. And everything I yeah. do has to change. And I'm tired of changing my schedule for the NFL, honestly. I, I'm right there with you. Um, I think Thursday night football is great, uh, except for when your team is playing. Yep. Then or, you get to make a ton of excuses. Yes. I agree. Um, but we are going to predict the Broncos-Colts uh, game. Yeah. Probably, if I'm being honest, a little bit better than we do when we do the Madden simulations because uh, we're really going to talk about the matchup more as opposed to reacting to Madden, tricking us into believing that the Broncos are going to fucking win. <laughs> yeah, Madden's 4-0. and The real Broncos are 2-2. Are two and two. If only we could... Uh you know, trade some of those wins. Yeah. And honestly, if John Madden found out his video game was making the Broncos 4-0, I think he would be a little pissed off. I think he's probably rolling over in his grave right now. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Big Raiders guy, if you didn't know. John Madden was a Raiders Mm -hmm. coach. Kids. 
<laughs> yeah, probably a lot of people don't, honestly. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy to think about. Okay. We've got the Colts, who are one, two, and one, right? One, two, and one. Yeah, they tied. They're the only team that has uh, not beaten the Texans. Wow. They tied. Wow. They tied the goddamn Texans. And they should have lost, too. They were down big. Uh, yeah, that was the Rodrigo blank and ship misses a uh, kick in overtime, and then Levy Smith takes the tie. Yeah. Yeah. So – um, this is an interesting matchup and I've said it a few times and now I'm really starting to believe that the, the Colts and the Broncos are very similar football teams, uh, in, in ways in which they're finding to not succeed. Uh, two new quarterbacks, two new veteran quarterbacks, Russell Wilson's playing better than Matt Ryan. But neither, I think, are having the success that fans expected immediately. Yeah. Uh, their number one running backs are out for this game. We thought the Broncos were going to be dominating with their, their ball catchers. But really, you've got Cortland Sutton for the Broncos, Michael Pittman for the Colts. And then it's kind of a guess on who's mm -hmm. going to show up and make plays in the receiving game. Both defenses pretty solid, but they're going to be without uh, Shaq Leonard, former, formerly Darius Leonard, if you're not up to, to speed, but the, the great linebacker for the Colts. Broncos are going to be without Randy Gregory. So two like key pieces to that defense. Um, A lot of parallels. Yeah, and the way teams. in which both teams have found ways to tie and or lose or keep games too close it's been a little strange. So all that is to say, I don't know what's going to happen Thursday night. And I'm not, I'm not going to be surprised for whatever does happen. Well, the Broncos are three point favorites. Um, oh, thank God. At home on a short week. I think that always benefits the home team. Yeah. Uh, you will be at the game. Yes. So you can see firsthand uh, this, this new team you'll be able to see our, our good boy, Russell bustle and hustle man, muscle Wilson in person. Mm. Um, maybe you can look around and, and see if you can spot uh, Nathaniel Hackett's babysitter in the press box. <laughs> I'd like to get a look at him and see how hard he's working during the game. Uh, but one thing I found uh, looking up, you kind of researching this matchup, the all-time series with the Colts is tied 14 and 14. It feels like it should be, I feel it feels like the Colts should be like 20 and eight. Yeah, well, I mean, Broncos fans just remember yeah. the Colts Peyton Manning destroying us. Destroying us in the playoffs twice. Yeah. Yeah. And then on my birthday, I went to a Broncos-Colts game when Peyton Manning played for the Colts and watched him just destroy the Broncos in the second half. I've told that uh, story on the podcast before. That is when I decided Peyton Manning was the best quarterback I'd ever watched. What year was that? Uh, were we both at that game? I don't know. Probably we were at not. the Raiders no, game, was, right? Yeah. Was this like 2006? Yeah, maybe. No. Doesn't. Oh, maybe. No, it might have been 2006. Yeah. Okay. I just remember like vividly uh, watching that game. I think I think Adam Vinatieri hit a game-winning field goal. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. I just remember we spent a lot of money to go and then had our hearts broken. Yeah. Little did I know Peyton Manning would become my hero. <laughs> I oh I talked a lot of shit about Peyton yeah. Manning before he came here. 
I never did. I always liked him, which was funny. I liked him. I, I just like, you know how like you, you, someone kills you all the time and you just like have to make up excuses for why they're good. So yeah. he's, a, he's a robot. He's not a real quarterback. Like he's just yeah. a, he's a computer. He's more a machine than man. I do know that. It's, <laughs> I do it for Brady. I do it for Mahomes. I do it yeah. all the time. But Manning was the only guy I didn't do that for. I was just like, he's just fucking good. He's just too, he's just the best I've ever watched. Yeah. Still is. Still is. Yeah. I was just watched the uh, uh, ESPN. They to or somebody to from one of the ESPN shows. They tweeted out a video of them talking about um, running out of uh, shotgun versus under center. Yeah, I watched that clip too. Yeah, and it was a great clip because they're you know it's ESPN and you have yeah. you have all of these former players on there, mm-hmm. but rarely do they really get into good football conversations. Yeah, because we're always trying to do conversations that are going to get people titillated. But they had a great football conversation, and they tweeted something like, "This was the best football conversation I've had on air," or something. I watched it, and then I made like a, a dumb joke about it, but it made me think about like, because they're talking about how much easier it is for the offensive line uh, to run out of uh run when when the quarterback's under center it makes it easier to pass protect it makes it makes it easier to run block Mm -hmm. and it makes it harder for the defense to key in on what you're going to do based on what they know like your your preferences are or whatever and it just made me think of like peyton manning who he would run out of center but later in his career he basically lived back in fucking shotgun i felt like and it just made me think like all of that's true unless you have a guy like Peyton Manning who can just sit there in shotgun and knows everything the defense is going to do and waits to see, and then he makes the decision to tear you apart, right? Like, yeah. That's what made him so good. That and like that was literally my takeaway from that clip was, oh, yeah, that's why Manning was so good. And it's it, why we're like we've been questioning Russell Wilson, Hackett in shotgun at, at the in the red zone, right? It's kind of been a, a story for the Broncos. It feels like, like, just kind of reflecting on the first four games of Russell Wilson, um, you know, we we expected kind of like not Manning like results, but we expected yeah something similar. But the the differences are so stark. Like Russell Wilson obviously does all these things that Peyton Manning couldn't do, escaping the pocket and just improving. Although he did improv sometimes, um, but like truly making plays um, off script. Whereas Peyton Manning, you know, what he did that Russell Wilson hasn't done to this point is just kind of like manipulating the defense and, and feeling like yeah. there's always this um, kind of mental advantage in, in the chess match. Whereas Russell Wilson just feels like he's going with the plays that are called. And that's that. Yeah. Although he did, you know, he did actually call his own uh, play after the big Hamler pass. Oh, did Russ uh, draw up the, the dive? He did, yeah. The the read option keeper. Yeah, not so. a dive play, but Russ diving yeah, into the yeah. end zone. <laughs> Dove into the end zone. Yeah, yeah that, that was cool to hear. Um, I hope they give him more freedom to do that. Yeah, I that's I think Russ like he's got to play on instinct a little more. We talked about that after the last game. After you walked me off the ledge, uh, I overreacted maybe a little bit, but um, I appreciate that. Well, yeah, it's time. Uh, the other thing I saw was Emmanuel Sanders on NFL Network, or no? He was on uh, Cody. Was 
Did Cody? Oh, uh, he was on uh, Mile High Sports. Yeah, he was on Mile High Sports with Cody Rourke. Cody so Rourke, it was Cody's yeah. tweet. Shout out Cody, who's mm-hmm. fucking great. Um, but he was just talking about patience. Broncos fans needing patience, and like he's he's saying the shit we've said that you got a new coach, you got a new quarterback, yeah. a quarterback trying to learn with an offense. It's like all the stuff we think about very logically midweek, but then when the game doesn't go the way we want it to, we're just throwing it all we're, out. We the get window. so emotional. Yeah. Uh, which, when, like, fair enough. That's our job as fans, I guess. Yeah. And when you hear a guy like Emmanuel Sanders say that, and it's not a former teammate of Russ just shitting on him, yeah, uh, it, it makes me feel a little bit better. Like, yeah. okay, me saying be patient, Let's give it a little more time. Isn't like my orange uh, shaded glasses or whatever. Um, it's just actual how it's like how football kind of has to work sometimes. So uh, that that made me feel a little bit better. And I think the Colts might make us feel a little bit better on Thursday night. They yeah, might. this might be the perfect team at the right time. Um, oh, this is a team that beat the Chiefs, too. Like, yeah. What if the Colts feels, are like the? What if they sweep like the AFC West <laughs> and lose to and lose like all their other games? Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, that gives me a little pause because it feels like their uh, their ceiling is is higher than they've showed. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the floor is low. They lost like twenty four nothing to the Jags. Um, oh, who knows? The Jags might be good too. Um, but. You know, with with Jonathan Taylor out, not that Jonathan Taylor was like doing anything particularly special this season, um, but no. he is uh, obviously has the potential to, yeah, you yeah. know, run for two hundred yards at any given time. So we might get to see. You were anticipating Philip Lindsay uh, to be elevated from the Colts practice squad, which is kind of ironic because people were calling on the Broncos to sign Philip Lindsay from the Colts uh, to replace Melvin Gordon because uh, Melvin Gordon fumbles a lot and is, uh, you know, pretty good outside of that, whereas uh, Philip Lindsay does not fumble and um, doesn't do anything else very well anymore. Yeah. So Well, I mean, if we could build the perfect Broncos running back, it's like we'll use Philip Lindsay's ball security. Yeah. Um. Terrell Davis's vision, even though the migraines kind of affected that sometimes. <laughs> Good point. Um, let's see here. Who is the fastest Broncos running back? Whose speed do we want? I mean, uh, Ronnie Hillman was fast. Ronnie but... Hillman was really fast. I'd probably go with Hillman or like Tatum Bell, maybe. Oh. Tatum Bell was pretty fast. Clinton Portis's uh, tackle breaking. Ability or elusiveness, maybe better. Yeah, let's go with elusiveness. Sure. And Travis Henry's dick. Travis Henry's um, ability to procreate. Yeah. With multiple women. Yeah. Boom. Built the perfect Broncos running back. Easy. (laughs) It's great. It's the perfect player until he gets suspended a whole season for not playing (laughs) child support. And Maurice Claret's. Longevity. <laughs> yeah, I think we just made a Hall of Famer. Um, we just schemed up a Hall of Fame running back. Yeah, yeah. Somebody <laughs> the next like Brown. Yeah, I was saying I wanted the the Colts to play Philip Lindsay on defense, 
yeah. so that Melvin Gordon, Gordon could fumble the ball away and then Lindsay could take it back for a touchdown. But somebody responded to that and they're like, no, how about Philip Lindsay has his first career fumble against the Broncos? Oh, well, that wouldn't like, be spicy. And Melvin Gordon doesn't fumble at all and just has a great game. It would, that's, I'm rooting for that now. Obviously, it's in our best interest. Yeah. I think Melvin Gordon is going to have a good game. I think he still might fumble, but I think he might have a good game. And I think uh, Zach By retweeted the clip when he was on. Was he? Was it the Bussin' with the Boys podcast? Yeah, I saw that clip. Yeah, and I remember seeing that whenever they did that podcast, and he was talking about like he just knew he was going to fumble. And no. I was like, well, at the time, I probably laughed at that, but now I'm like, no, that's why it's happening. It's a fucking mental thing, in addition yeah. to whatever else is and i don't think he's gonna fix it and i think after the game he was very dejected and i think everybody who was probably complaining uh, at least me complaining i felt a little bit bad uh i still don't i still like if you're a football fan a football coach he's too much of a liability in the game right now but you don't have a choice on a short week i'm rooting for him to have a big game yeah i, I mean we don't have like a better option at this point. No. Um, cause I, don't, I, someone was talking, Cliss was saying like maybe Latavius Murray will play. Which feels He's coming back from London, right? Yeah. Short week coming back from London. Uh, I know he hasn't played like until week four and he was good too. And he had like 57 yards and a, a touchdown. Um, but yeah, for a 32 year old running back, I don't know. Let's just promote a Zigbo split the carries between Gordon and Boone and, and work in Murray next week, probably. Yeah, that's probably the smart move. <laughs> or, yeah, Monday Night Football, so we'll have a, a nice break. Um, yeah. I think – so Melvin Gordon ran for 408 yards and four touchdowns in a game versus Nebraska in 2014. And um, I think he uh, – I think he fumbled twice in that game. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. My, That's really insane. My buddy, John Na, who is a Chargers fan, uh, yeah. kind of texted me out of nowhere. And he, he's like, so how you feeling about Melvin Gordon? <laughs> I, I said something back. He's like, I know exactly how you feel right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've gotten the full spectrum with Melvin Gordon. We've, got, yeah. we've gotten some really, really great runs, um, a lot of great plays. He's been awesome in the red zone. And he's also been – he's had a penchant for the most hilariously ill-timed fumbles I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. It's we just like – it's it's incredible. I think I said it last time. It's like as soon as Robertson got his hands on the fumble, you didn't need to like – you didn't need to watch. You knew he was going to return it for a touchdown. Yeah. I think I said it mid-play. I was like, oh, he's gone. He's just yeah, some, sometimes you can feel those. You can feel those. And and Garrett Bowles was just so close to bringing him down. Oh, the Garrett. Away. Garrett, respect the effort, Garrett. Uh, yeah. Look, if you've got a premonition like Will, why don't you test your luck at DraftKings Sports oh. Book? If you know what a team's going to do, you got a feeling they're going to have a big day, well, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You use a little code called DNVR. 
and you sign up. And new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings. Stoop, doop! 3D, same game, parlays. <laughs> now... I don't know if I like this matchup, and I don't think you can actually place a, a bet on this. But Matt Ryan, nine fumbles. Melvin Gordon, four fumbles. Could they set the record for most fumbles in a game? Could you bet on the over of fumbles? I don't know, but I would probably take the under on passing yards for Matt Ryan. And uh, that's my advice. Yeah. Why? Pets are damn. Okay. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down a stepped-up same-game parlay once per game day. Once per game day. Sorry. All season long. I mess that up every time. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. When you place a $5 bet on any football team, let's go DNVR. Only DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. Let's get into the nuts and bolts of this shit, Will. Okay. I actually, I kind of, like we were talking about free agent running backs, and when they did sign Latavius Murray, I was like, did did you bring up Latavius Murray when we were looking through him? I don't think so. Uh, because like probably brought up similarly aged running backs. Yeah, but like I feel like that's kind of a it's a decent signing for your RB number two, right? Yeah, I mean like thirty two. He's thirty two. He didn't play his first season. Uh, 5,500 yards in his career, 50 touchdowns. I remember going to a Broncos Raiders game in 2014 in Oakland. Uh, I think Peyton Manning threw like five touchdowns. Um, but Latavius Murray didn't really play on offense, but he was the kick returner. And um, I remember seeing him in the end zone. He's had pretty good seats. And I could see him like fairly closely. And I was like, holy shit. That dude is huge. <laughs> yeah, he's like 6'3". He's a massive running back. Let me see. Yeah, he's 6'3", 230. I was like, why are they not – why are the Raiders not, like, handing this guy the ball? And then the next year he went for over 1,000 yards. Um, but I was like – I was truly in awe at the size of the lad. He was uh, he was a marvel to behold. And now he's, yeah, like, now he's ours. It's like – he was with the Ravens last year, um, 501 rushing yards, six touchdowns, 119 uh, carries. Like, he doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on him for a 32-year-old back. Uh, he, what, he enters the league maybe just a hair late? Yeah, he was uh, – the first time he carried the ball, he was 24 years old, which is, like, pretty old for a running back. So he's only yeah, got – like that's you like know. opposite of Ronnie Hillman, right? Wasn't Hillman like 12 when he entered the NFL? Yeah. <laughs> Hillman was like, uh, yeah, in middle school. They drafted him straight out of uh, flag football, essentially. Yeah. He's the LeBron James of the NFL, but the yeah. show the NFL's tougher. It's tougher than the NBA. They mentioned that every single time he got the ball in 2012. Like this guy is – did you know that Ronnie Hillman is only – he's only 20 years old, folks. It's like if Ronnie wow. Hillman murdered somebody, he would be tried in a juvenile court. This guy still has braces. <laughs> oh, that's another thing I would add to our perfect running back, Terrell Davis's braces in Super Bowl 32. Oh, there we go. Yeah. 
There we go. That would I alleviate mean, the migraines. We don't have to build the perfect running back because Terrell Davis was was. Yeah, there. that's kind of just it. You know, it doesn't get much better than that. I would throw in Clinton Portis's money-making schemes after his career. <laughs> his ability to commit crimes. Um, don't do crime. Okay, so what do you have for uh, – yeah, you put in Murray, 11 carries, 57 yards, and a touchdown in London. So decent performance. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, we'll see if he gets activated. I would expect – I don't think it will be for this game, but – I feel yeah. like the Monday night game after that, give me a steady Cold dose go. of Latavius. Let's get Latavius out there. Uh, Justin Outen was saying – the offensive coordinator, Justin Outen, was saying that <laughs> – Clarify who yeah. the fuck that guy is. <laughs> In case you don't know, we do have an offensive coordinator. I'm not sure what he does. Um, but he was asked about Melvin Gordon, and he's going to get the like the lion's share of the carries. I, I have a quote said, with Melvin, he's going to carry the load, obviously. He said the word obviously as if it was like, duh. Of course, that the guy fumbled five times in four games is going um, to get some carries. Like, who do you think we are? Uh, we'll have a mix of Boone, and after that, we've got to figure out who can spell and who feels best in that position, but we trust Melvin going forward here. Do you think they really trust Melvin Gordon, or this is just a case of, fuck it, we don't have anybody left? Yeah, fuck it. We don't have anybody left. It feels like maybe they're just like, I don't know. Like, he, this could just be rock bottom for Melvin Gordon. And he the gets better tour? ever since. Yeah. Uh, Look, who knows? He's not going to be worse than he was in the Raiders game. So, no. I, I mean, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> could he? I mean, there is a scenario where he fumbles once recovers his own fumble, runs again, and fumbles twice in one play. Yeah. I think I would respect that if that happened. I would too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope Broncos press conference. I hope they pass the ball effectively. <laughs> I just hope they they throw well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. And I think the other issue is the offensive line a little bit is that getting any healthier <laughs> like doesn't seem like it i don't think miners is gonna play billy God. turner billy turner's got like bryce callahan disease where i don't think he's ever gonna set foot on the field this year yeah bryce callahan has, has two picks right now for the chargers by the way <laughs> oh gross yeah just quietly playing some great corner ball for the chargers yeah i mean our, i yeah our corners are pretty good um, yeah, no, I mean, Satan's awesome. You see the Saints signed Chris Harris, too, to their practice Oh, one. no, I did not. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. Good All for right, him. Strap. strap on Harris as he's – no. <laughs> strap on Harris. <laughs> that should be on his pro football reference nicknames. <laughs> I wish the pro football reference nickname thing was editable like fucking Wikipedia. Yeah, Wikipedia. <laughs> I wonder who does edit those. Maybe we can like slip them twenty dollars. Yeah. Um, sick. How? Yeah. What? How bad is Quinn Miners' hamstring thing? Like, I don't know, man. I guess like hamstrings are pretty like high variance in terms of injury. Yeah. I don't and know. I, I don't know. I think with like the way that offensive linemen set up too, and like the stance that they're always in, 
his hamstrings are pretty damn important because you're bending quite a bit. Yeah, it's probably like you've got Glasgow in there, so you don't have to rush him back. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the offensive line has been really bad on the right side. Yeah. There's like there was no push last week. I think they should play uh Glasgow and Miners and a tackle. Just see what happens. And then just run when they get Latavius Murray, just run at that side. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I think I was gonna say we should draft a tackle this year, but uh don't have a first round pick. We can get one in the second round. Do we have a second round pick? Maybe not. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I was looking at that Paris Johnson kid from Ohio State. It's like, damn, this guy's good. What are the chances we get him? Oh, zero. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh, that's not happening. Yeah, um, that's okay. I'd still rather have Russell Wilson. Yeah, no, me too. Um, I think Russ gonna play better Thursday night. He's got a little bit of a shoulder injury. I'm not worried about it. For some reason, that makes me think he's gonna actually play better. I saw uh, Brett Coleman tweeting about uh, Russell Wilson, and did he have anything nice to say? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> that he's yeah. throwing, he's yeah. throwing over the middle a, a lot more than he used to, so it's just taking a little longer for that to click. His completion percentage over the middle is like sixty-one, which is lower than like the league average. But the Broncos also have seven drops over the middle. So I think we've seen a lot of those drops and uh, they're hurting because it's close games. So I think that can get a little bit better. And I think we should hopefully see more snaps with KJ Hamler on the field this week. I think he showed he, I I think I, I saw he played like three snaps in the game where in last game. He was only on the field like three snaps, and one of those three snaps was the fucking bomb rusted to him. Sorry, you cut out for a little bit there, but I think I got what you said. I think I got the gist of it. That KJ, KJ Hamler played three snaps, one of which was that bomb. <laughs> yeah, so I was put like, put him on the field more. Is my point. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was. I was watching the game with my friend who uh, <laughs> is a Penn State fan. It's like, when the hell is your guy KJ Hamler going to do something? And then immediately, fifty-five Ooh. yard gain. Ooh. So I, that that part's big. Like it makes defenses like have to respect um, the deep ball because we've got a guy who throws a beautiful, beautiful deep ball and a guy who can run fast. There you go. So that's let's do together. I think they should play him more. I think they need a plan for what they want to do with Albert O because he only got two snaps against the yeah. Raiders. So they they have to be really frustrated with him. It uh, doesn't sound like Greg Dulcich is going to play this week. No. And it's like it's hard to rely on a rookie tight end to do much of anything too when yeah. he gets back. And it's not like he was drafted to be a blocker anyway. So um, I don't know. Like I, I thought Eric Salbert's been pretty good this year. Um, but they use Salbert and Tomlinson quite a bit and go under center. Um, I think trying to get a push and it's just not working yet. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll give him some time to adjust and, um, maybe Hackett draws up something good. I don't know. Um, we should also talk about Randy Gregory's out for four weeks. 
at yeah. least. So, and he was uh, playing well. He was playing very well. He was playing well, almost too well. You're like, he's gonna get hurt. Yeah, and he's that's been the. So well. It's that's just been his problem is injuries. So yeah, they are happening again. Hopefully this well, helps. Right. Luckily, we do have some depth at the position. Uh, I think Yay! One, yeah, one group. We got some depth there. Yeah, Baron Browning. I'm excited to see him get like full time or close to full time snaps. Although I saw them dropping him into coverage quite a bit against the Raiders. Um, yeah, I, don't know. You can, I, I trust them. You can do that with him, right? Because they converted him from linebacker yeah. to outside linebacker, or edge rusher. It's a versatile I'm, dude. And he looked great in the preseason. So, like, if we were going into this season, say we didn't get Randy Gregory in all preseason, we just had, you know, we knew we had Chubb and we had Baron Browning, I'd be like, okay, I'm really excited about Baron Browning. So, uh, hopefully, you know, he shows out on on Thursday night and then they'll get Nick Benito in there a little bit more. Uh, yeah. Both yeah, third-round picks, right? Was Benito, was Benito third round? I think he was just, he was like a later second round pick. He was at the very end of the second then, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Dulcich was a uh, third rounder. Okay. Yeah. So we Weird. need the young guys to step up there. Colts offense. Uh, I saw you got it here. 32nd scoring offense right now. Yeah. I think they're averaging something like uh, 14 points a game. Oh, I mean, the yeah. shutout certainly doesn't help. Hell yeah. And the Broncos 29. So battle of a couple couple uh, offenses. Yes. I do think the Broncos offense is um, kind of, uh, what's the word for it? Trending up though. Yes. Whereas the Colts, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't watched the Colts closely enough to, to really see, but it seems like um, Matt Ryan, like you said, Eight turnovers, nine total fumbles. Yeah. Uh, say what you will about Russell Wilson. Like he is really taking care of the ball well. And yeah, that's I know he that's I know he threw like out. a couple of bad passes against Seattle that could have been picked. Um, but could have again the one pick he did throw was not really his fault. Yeah, did you see like I don't remember a single throw in the Raiders game where it was like almost a pick or is no. he freaking close to a pick? Um, yeah, usually when he misses, like it's a good miss, I guess. Yeah, he doesn't take he doesn't take unnecessary risk. And watching what I have of the Colts, Matt Ryan is just he just seems a little stagnant in the pocket. Uh, he yeah. takes some bad sacks, and yeah, he just doesn't he doesn't look good. Now he can he can still throw he can still like we Mo Ali Mo Ali Cox finally had a game, that's a guy I took in some like late fantasy drafts because like ooh Matt Ryan's there, what's Matt Ryan's mo? Uh, throw to Julio Jones and the tight end a lot, so maybe we see a little bit of our guy Mo Ali Cox. He had like two TDs last week. That'd be a yeah. guy I kind of worry about a little bit. Mo Ali Cox. Uh, yeah, Mo uh, Jelani Woods, who they drafted this year, had two touchdowns against the Chiefs. Mo mm-hmm. Ali Cox had two touchdowns last week against the Titans. Always like historically, tight ends a little bit of a problem for us. Yep. Um, although they, they did a nice job against uh, Kittle and then Darren Waller last week. So. Yeah. Yes. 
But Kittle's I don't know how the what the 49ers are fucking doing with George Kittle. Like it's like yeah, they're not it getting him like the they, Yeah, I know. It's it's just weird. It's like uh, they're just using him to block for Debo Samuel. <laughs> yeah, which is a great blocker. Um, but yeah. they should just kind of use him like uh Gronk, I guess, but I don't know, easier said than done, maybe. I don't know. Um I I wish we had him. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see here. Matt Ryan's been sacked 14 times. Uh, that's the one, two, three, fifth most. Russell Wilson, 12, seventh most. So yeah, those uh, those sacks. Um, I don't know. Those, those sacks against the Raiders were kind of killers. Yeah, it didn't feel like they. I don't know. It's it's just like you expect Russell Wilson to get out of a sack, but yeah, uh, he used to be great at it. Yeah, now he's kind of like uh, obviously like he's not as fast. No one's going to be as fast in year uh, eleven as they are in you know their first five years. But uh, the 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 little difference uh, makes a huge difference, obviously. In terms, of, yeah. in terms of like that split second and getting away from guys, um, but he showed he can still run when there's space. So, yeah, no, and, and I think the number at the goal line too. Do it, Russ. Let's see. Do here. it more, Russ. What else? Yeah, so we need somebody outside of Cortland Sutton to step up. Hopefully, that's KJ Hamler, because I don't know if I trust Judy. Uh, he had a couple plays, but he. Did Judy have another drop in that game? Was he one of the ones in the middle? I want to say he did, but I don't know was for it sure. Sutton had a drop too. That Sutton was had a drop. In the uh, I re- I saw a chart. Um, I should look it up. But uh, Sutton and Mike Boone have like – there's oh. like an a- EPA lost per drop, and Sutton has like cost the Broncos the most – uh, in his drops. Damn. Maybe you can see the actual chart and give you... Okay, here it is. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Darren Waller's drops have been the most costly. Number yeah. two is Sutton. And then number six is Boone. <laughs> Boone's been thrown at, what, three times all season? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that uh, I saw another angle of that throw to Mike Boone late in that game. That was a great throw. Yeah, it was impressive. On the is run it- to his right. Yeah, Russ is rolling out right, right? And then he throws back across yeah. to the middle. Yeah. My guy Romeo Dubs is on here with two drops. He's number 10. Yeah. I think that was just because he he dropped that ball in the end zone against the Patriots. Yeah. Not all drops are equal, too. Like, sometimes a really good receiver has a lot of drops, but that's just because they get targeted yeah, a targets. ton. Yeah, it's like, like Tyler Conklin has three drops this year, but he's also got a ton of receptions for the Jets. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Fair it's enough. It's like, oh yeah, Michael Thomas had the most drops, but yeah, 150 catches threw at him 170 times yeah. or some shit. Yeah, so you're gonna drop some passes, sure. Yeah. Uh, so I I think the Broncos can win this game by one getting turnovers from Matt Ryan. It's got to be. It's got to be Bradley Chubb. So we want Jonathan Cooper, you know, to step up. But Chubb's this is Chubb's game to like prove that the Broncos should 
like bring him back next year. Yeah, totally. Uh, this is a great opportunity for him. Because if they don't bring Chubb back and Randy Gregory can't stay healthy, they have a pretty scary edge situation uh, staring at them. And yeah. then, you know, uh, Melvin Gordon's got to play well, but I'm just looking for the passing game to click for the Broncos. I think it can happen against the Colts defense, and I didn't think I'd be saying that heading into this game. Because they're, like, solid. They're a solid defense. Yeah. They're better when, you know, uh, Shaq Leonard's out there. But with their 10th against the pass right now? Hmm. Yeah, they're not bad. They're not bad. Um, yeah, maybe their defense is better than I think. Who have they played, though? That's like a great passing team. No, nobody. Yeah, the, the Texans. Well, I guess the Chiefs. But uh, nah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that one back. I don't it's know. hard to defend against those little flipperuskis in the end zone, you know? Mm. What's your prediction? Score prediction. We'll get out of here. We're just fucking rambling now. Yeah, I think we win. <laughs> Me too. I uh, hope we win. Um, I'd like I'd like you to see a win in person. Yeah, I want to see a win. I went to the Browns game last year. That didn't work. So uh, it feels like it might be like the Browns game, honestly. <laughs> but I sure hope not. Um, it could also be like that Cardinals game from 2018 where we just blow them out. Yeah. Uh, I said the Broncos score uh, 27 points. I was going to say 27 too. I, I'm going to say oh. 27 to 17. I was going to say 27 20. So okay. let's, yeah. 27, 27 20, to 18 and a half is what we'll call it officially. Yeah. I'm feeling more optimistic uh, just because the Colts and Broncos are kind of facing the same things. And bottom line, I think Russell Wilson's better than Matt Ryan now. Yeah. Also, crazy. like, um, Every team right now is every team in the NFL is two and two. Yeah. So except for the Eagles. And here's here's one. Uh, the 49ers looked really pretty damn good on Monday Night Football, which makes yeah. me feel like the Broncos win over them carries a little more weight. Than- yeah, that that defense is really really good. Um, Freaking Hufanga. Yeah. Out of nowhere. I, where did he come Hufanga. from? Yeah. He's great. He's like. Uh, Ed Reed out there looking good alright thank you guys for listening to the podcast the picks episode will be up tomorrow at some point mm-hmm. and uh, yeah let's hope the Broncos win and Will and I will be back Sunday we probably won't have a post game recap because I'll be at the game it's just not going to work out timing wise um, so Sunday we'll uh, hop on here talk some Broncos and appreciate all the support everybody watching can't wait good night and let's ride. Touche. John Elway's ACL. The NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of DNFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, probably fumbles, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win if they don't fumble and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays, fumbles not included. Uh, If you're going to look at a game coming up i don't know and my team is there i would take the over on fumbles to make things even sweeter you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game day all season long just download the DraftKings sportsbook app now right now go do it are you did you do it
Come on. And use code DNVR to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DNVR, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.